No, he didn't. Girl? Yes, he did. Yes, they did. Who did? Who is they? May and Michael. Oh, yeah, they did that. Okay, this is a very special episode of Oh No, Girl, Yes, because we are discussing the movie The Photograph. So if you have not seen the movie... Do not listen to this particular episode because we do not want to spoil it for anyone, but we do want to encourage everyone to go see it. We had a chance to have a special screening with our partner, Hot 1077. Shout out to Hot 1077 and Birmingham Premier Lux on Lakeshore. And um, we liked it so much, we went back and saw it again and bought a ticket. We did. And a $25 slushie. We had to support. We had to support. Yeah. <laughs> we got about that slushie, so we're going to talk about some of the things, um, not so much just like, we're not going to be critics of the movie. We're going to talk about things that were said in the movie, that things that we right. talk about in relationships and interpersonal relationships and all that things good stuff. Things we observed, yes. Things we observed. I actually had to make notes because the first time I watched it, some things stood out, and then the second time, more stood out, but I have a bad memory. So don't forget to like our Facebook page, Oh No Girl Yes. Don't forget to go to Instagram, Twitter. Go like our YouTube page, subscribe to everything, and anything you like, share it. Because that's how we spread the wealth and the gospel. Yeah, of don't keep Ona it to Brand. yourself. Please don't keep it to yourself. We have uploaded our first animated reenactment of a breakup, <laughs> and there are more to come. So make sure you check that out on our page as well. And um, today uh, was uh, today's video that we released is the first of many. Yes. That's all you have to say about that? Yes. All right, then. The photograph starring Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. First of all, bravo on those two being romantic leads. I think historically, they neither of them would have been picked as a romantic no, lead for and a I studio And movie. I went in thinking, okay, how is this going to work? Mm -hmm. And it worked beautifully, I thought. I mean, it was it was nice to see. They had a nice natural chemistry. Definitely, definitely had a nice chemistry. And, you know, I didn't think of him as being a sex appeal type person. Did you, did you find him Never attractive? in life before, now. Okay, but now. Because he had a coolness and an easiness about him. He always had this, this coolness and... Um, Swag. Yeah. He seemed very self-assured. Oh, but he, I was like, oh. But here's the thing about okay, that. Okay. And so, so without us just talking about the movie and the characters, his self-assuredness, that was attractive. Do it you, was. Do you find that you meet men who have that natural swag? I wish I met more. Right. They don't always have that. And and, and it, you don't have to be cute to have that. Right. You just have it. You just got this energy. Yeah. Not saying like, he's not cute, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's he's an energy. Not... There's a there's a confidence within you right. that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about me. He was sexy because he was good at his job. Mm -hmm. uh, he was sexy because he seemed like he followed up on things at certain times. Now, certain times, yeah, that was a, where, that was a know, moment. Right, you know, fell short. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he seemed to be a good friend and family member. Mm -hmm. um, so all those things made him more attractive than just his physicality. But he ain't wasn't looking ugly either. No, he wasn't. I didn't even mind a little chest hair. Are you not a chest hair fan? I mean, well, it's, not, it's not. I don't right? think it's attractive. I don't say, oh, oh really? let me give me that man with that chest hair. Girl. But, you know, I, I didn't mind it. It didn't bother me. Like, we have never discussed this before. <laughs> so you find chest hair in general unattractive? I hate to say that because I, many men have chest hair. I know. Hair, I'm about to so, say, you about to block but a lot not, of lessons. But it's not, it's not something that I say, oh, I need. You know, let I'm okay without it. Let me tell okay you, a thousand it. years ago, a girlfriend of mine was not a fan of the guy she was dating chest hair because she said it was real, real tight, coiled. And so it would scratch her chest. <laughs> so she had this great idea to try to be romantic and give him a massage, you know, to mm -hmm. kind of loosen the up. The oil. Loosen up the buck. <laughs> and uh, the next day I asked, I said, girl, how'd it go? She said, girl, they was just some greasy naps. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get some Carol's daughter on it. Yeah, he didn't scratch my whole chest up. But anyway, that's okay, neither yeah. here nor there. You, we, we, the I'm point sorry. of it was he had a natural sack. And then Issa 
you know, I thought she was beautiful as a leading lady. She One, was. she just looked gorgeous. She did. But also, she still had that Issa weight. She was still Issa. She was still Issa. I think they both had their awkwardness. Yeah, And yeah. that made them, you know, that chemistry even more better on screen. Both of them didn't have all the answers. Both of them didn't have right. all the slick things. And, you know, that was part of his introduction to even asking her out was like, well, it was smoother in my mind. It mm-hmm. was nice to kind of see them bumble the mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, right. Rico Suave said it like this. <laughs> so um, one of the first things I wrote down is in the film when Isaac, when Michael goes to visit Isaac, the older gentleman, and he says about Christine, Christina, the photographer, mm-hmm. he says, either she took off or I let her leave. That struck me because mm-hmm. I don't know if I've been taken off from dudes or, or they they've been letting you. me leave. Okay. 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 The end result is the same, right? Mm-hmm. Now, You're gone. when you see in that situation where he went on to marry somebody else in less than three months and they never really were in contact again, she is processing this in a totally different way than he's processing mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's somebody out there in the world that's processing y'all's being apart different than how you are processing I think there's it. a big possibility. I'm trying to think of someone um, just off the top of my head. Like if y'all just had a conversation 30 years later, you think you guys definitely were probably not thinking the same thing about the situation. It's, it's possible. It's possible. So because on Isaac's end, he feels like she left him. He didn't ask about was that his daughter? Because do you think he was scared to ask or he didn't want to know? Because them two different things. Well, he kind of made mention of that. He, that he, he did not. Yeah, I think, and I, I believe, I believe, hmm, I, I believe it was a nervousness about him. I don't think he really wanted. I don't to think know he wanted truth. to know because if he wanted to know, he would have asked. Right. right. Regardless of regardless of being scared about. Yeah, it. I think he. I think he didn't want to know mm-hmm. for different reasons necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now she goes off to New York. Even after she went to New York, even though she didn't tell him before, goodbye before she left for New York. The one thing I thought about, and I actually wrote this down, is how in relationships sometimes we think the bare minimum is good enough. Or, you know, so he how he built her that dark room and, um, you know, he was like, this would be enough to keep her, get her to stay. See, yeah. I didn't see that him doing that is thinking that. I thought it was because oh. she, but, well, that's the way I saw it. You know, I'm not saying that's, that's the way it was, but it was almost like, um, well, I'll just do this. I oh, see. I didn't take that. I didn't and, but but sometimes in relationships that happens, where yeah, no where we try to you know do what we think is going to be enough for that person, when they're telling you they want more, she wants to move to New Orleans, she wants to go to New York, she wants to do this. He gave in on the New Orleans thing, but that was only going to last. But, but you know. Yeah. See, I I didn't see him building last. that dark room as like, oh, this will make her stay. I kind of just saw this. Oh, well, no, she it, was, a dark it was room. it was something she wanted to do, and right. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that he didn't respect her craft at all or anything like that, but he was just happy with her being at home cooking his meals for him every day. Well, that's what she felt he would be happy doing. They never got to that point or had that conversation. That was her idea of what marriage with him would be. And she he probably would have been. <laughs> maybe, but, but I'm saying we never saw them have a conversation of what Where their marriage would mm-hmm, be or what mm-hmm. his expectations would but be. But that's, that's the lack of communication right there. Though. There you go. Yeah, so in it. her mind, she said she wanted to be known that more than just his wife or somebody cooked his meals. You know, if he had he spoken up, he, he could have said, said something I, I do all the cooking anyway. I'm mm-hmm. boiling all the crap I'm anyway. I'm right. So sometimes we don't want to go into a situation because of our bias. What we think. What we think they're going to think. Mm-hmm. Or what we think they, they expect. expect. Versus saying, now, what does that mean when you say get married? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your idea of a marriage? Or what is your idea so, of a wife's her, role? Her communication was off on that, too. Because if he asked her to get married and she kept saying no, it was like, well, he, she obviously does not want me. 
in that way. Right. But she just did not want the life she thought marriage right. to give her. But that conversation never happened. Right. Either, she so. loved him. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be with him because, mm-hmm. as I was about to say, even when she got to New York, she was like, well, maybe he'll come up here. Right. And um, I thought that was very hopeful and um, right. So it wasn't that she didn't want him, too. she didn't want that life. Mm-hmm. More so than she Oh, I'll him. call him. He'll get over it and he'll move up here. Uh, right. Really? He's had time to miss me and realize that he would rather be with me than not and he'll come to New York where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And girl, he had married Ashley. Ashley, in Lord. less than three months. And again, I wasn't mad at him. I, who would be? But I would Can be mad at somebody him? doing that to me for real. If you left him, like, without saying goodbye? Yeah. No. In three months? I mean, three months is a short time, but I, we we seen it happen, so we know it can happen. I know. I understood why he did it. But if I told somebody, hey, I need more, and I left three months later, and, they, and they said me. they love me, and they didn't ask me to marry them three or four times. If someone left me without without saying goodbye, yeah, I'm, I'm moving on. And but I'll move on. you might not be a good example. <laughs> Can we just say that for the record? That's a whole other episode. I'm just saying. But I would definitely move on. So if I left someone and didn't turn back. Yes and no. I can't, because I at, can't at be this mad stage, at them. At this stage of the game, I'm able to look back. And pride is not the most important thing for me. I have a lot of pride and a lot of ego. And he even mentioned that his ego wouldn't allow him to try to, to go keep after up with her. her. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying to you is at this stage of the game, if it was that person, like that person that I thought could be my person, I ain't got no pride associated with it. It's like, well, look, I'm, what I'm, we doing? But I'm saying, well, I thought we were talking about how we would feel if somebody I'm got saying married. three months later. Mm-hmm. If you say, well, if they left and didn't say goodbye, then whatever. I'm saying, no, sometimes that pride stops you from doing the things in the moment. But if you, like how he wished he had done more when mm-hmm. he, in this age, in his older age, he mm-hmm. wished he had done more. But that's something that age gives you is less pride. Because you realize how a prideful moment or ego has so kept who's, you from doing who's, something who's, you should have wanted to who's do. Who's displaying all the pride? Main, all four of the main characters have pride. I, I, I'm talking about the whole league. I don't see how anybody can get mad at someone if you leave them without saying goodbye and don't and don't call or do anything else. I don't see how you can get mad at somebody for moving on. No, I mean, not that's moving anybody. on. I'm not mad at him for moving on. And like I said, I understood why he did. I said if I was in that situation, I would be mad if he had moved on that fast. If you were the oh, mother. Yeah, if I was him. if I was her because I'm saying in watching it, we're getting the advantage of everybody's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can say, well, you know, he didn't know if she was going to come back, whatever. I'm saying if I was in that situation like her and not knowing his viewpoint or what he's thinking or feeling or really not even knowing what I'm doing, yeah, I'd be upset. Well, I think I would feel a certain kind of way if I put, I mean, if I do something to someone, it's my job to figure out, not not my job, but I do take time to say, I wonder how that made them person feel. Don't, uh, a guy? Yes. I can say that, I, and then I, I cannot care about it. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I cannot care about it, <laughs> okay. but I still can think, like, you know what? Me, me walking I away probably convers- made him feel a certain kind of way. Okay, but I've had conversations <laughs> with you, and I'm usually kind of trying to speak up for the guy. Who I speak up for your guys, water. right? But it, but and you say <laughs> I don't care. So that's what I'm trying to see. What I know about. it's not. It's not about. It's not about. It's about acknowledging their hurt or whatever it is. You, don't, you may not care about it, but just say, you know what? They probably do have a right to feel that way. Well, I ain't going to acknowledge something I don't care about. <laughs> but they I have say, a right to feel that certain way. Have it go, you know, <laughs> with my situation. But with that being said, okay, I'm saying Isaac, as an older man, would have gone after her that day. Definitely, yeah. In a different space. I, and yeah. I'm saying I'm 10 years ahead of you. I have less pride and ego attached to those moments than I used to have even five years ago 
or even two years ago, I mean, where I would be more prideful about a situation than I would be about it now if I had true feelings, not just on no humble. Some whim stuff. Yeah, not no humble type right. stuff. It's like, you know what? If I just call and said to this person, I love you or I want to try to work this out or what can I do to make this work, I would do that more today than I would have done it five years ago or 10 years ago. Definitely not 20 years ago I would have done it. I feel like I have less pride now than I had 10 years ago as well. But we are at different stages in life mm-hmm. right now. I get I get what you're saying. The older you get, the more, the more you, you say, I don't have to win this moment. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. have to be so called Yeah, you don't right. have to win everything. Yeah. Right. And you just, you start getting that Or don't have to be right about it all. Right, and it's not. Sometimes it's not even about right or wrong. It's just about I don't have to be private. So let's fast forward. We'll come back. But that I feel like that was what May did at the end with the the London trip. It was, hey, I'm gonna make this power move after I already said no, this ain't gonna work. She then pretty much had to go back on everything she said, which she right. shared with her friend was the opposite of what she wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But her pride and her ego and her wouldn't fear, let her say it and initially. Her fear mm-hmm. Wouldn't let her say, I want you to stay, or I want this to work, or. Whatever see, it was. I just, the I want you to stay part, I don't even see how that could be articulated. And even she, well, said, she said that she, but said, she I can't ask him to rearrange his life. But that's what she came, that's what came out of her mouth at one point. Right. She was like, I couldn't tell him, hey, I don't want you to go. Even, it doesn't matter if he, you know, listens to that and says, like, hey, we just met. I really want to get to know you some more. She didn't even express any of that to right. him. Right, and I so. guess that's what, the part that I thought was a big leap for her and her, she didn't communicate any of it. Mm-hmm. But, I'm saying, okay, you really didn't want him to go, which that's industry standard. But you can't ask this dude not to go. Mm-hmm. But you had like you ain't even want to try to work it out if mm-hmm. he went. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's like such an extreme yeah. of I don't want you to go and I just met you and I can't tell you that. I can't ask you that. She said rearrange your life. Right. But then you're not even trying to work with him on what he's trying to work on just to try to maintain something. Yeah. And so I mean, she but I can swallow her pride. I understand her her feeling in that moment though. When you first when you when you meet when you first meet someone, how how can you ask someone to say, uh, hey, if you if it's, <laughs> you just took a job person, in London, but if it's your person, yeah. but I like the fact that he did leave because that was his <clears throat> ambition and that <clears throat> was his goal, and he had to go and see that through, whether he stays or not, or whether you know whatever. But what I'm saying is that moment where you meet somebody and they had that instant connection and they felt I feel like they both felt like this is different than what they had just gotten out of because as his brother said he had wasted this other girl's time they never said how long they were together right and whoever she was with had proposed marriage so you would have thought they would have been together some amount of time as Mm -hmm. well they met each other had an instant connection but it's also this thing of we just met we can't do that yet Mm -hmm. so i'm saying that was a big stress just thinking i can't ask this man not to go i'm like well why is that even your thought when you ain't even trying to make it work and I understood why she said it, but I also feel like I'm on the other end of that. That's what our last episode was about is people getting into a situation and then not seeing how it could work because nothing's ever worked before. So they just tap out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or we could see if it could work. Right. And if it doesn't, we didn't survive all the other stuff that didn't work before too. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. So I could see, and again, we had the vantage point of seeing everybody's backstory. Mm-hmm. I could see everybody's position in all of it. I didn't find anybody wrong in the story. Mm-hmm. I agree. Both with Isaac and Christina mm-hmm. and with Michael and May. Right. Did you have a favorite part in the movie? Hmm. Oh. I did. Why you think of yours? Okay, go ahead. So my favorite part was at the at the end when he has the Kendrick ticket and mm-hmm. he's looking through the crowd and he's looking for her. And that first moment when he sees her and it's like he wanted to just bust out crying and he like 
regained his composure really fast. Mm-hmm. That was the sweetest moment. And I've seen the movie twice, and both times I almost you cried. Did. You did. Both times so. I had to like. <laughs> Because it was just, it was that, it was, that's how you want somebody to react when they see you in a crowd. I know what my favorite part was. I bet I know what it is. What? The date? Yes! Oh my God! Was that not the best first date ever you ever been on? Like, really? Well, we weren't on it. And that's what I was trying to explain. You were trying to tell me in the movie theater, like, you know this isn't our date, right? Yeah, we're sitting there, she's like, this is the best first date. And I'm like, to my, the one we're watching? Um, that's great, but we're not on this date. It was such a good date. I enjoyed it. The ambiance looked great, like a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. The wine glasses were nice. The conversation was good. And even when she was saying advice. something about, they were awkward in their date, too, because mm-hmm. she was saying how she didn't know whether she should be aloof or vulnerable. Right. How should she be on a first Yeah, and date. then he said, and she ended up being vulnerable because he right. said something like, um, um, well, just be you. And she was like, I don't know who that is. And that's, that's a vulnerability. And that's also when that led them to that conversation of are we whoever we're around. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's really important because you do have several soulmates depending on where your soul is. And that's why you have to protect and take care and nurture your heart and your soul first. Right. Because if you ain't taking care of yourself, you're going to attract somebody that don't take care of yourself. And y'all are going to be not taking care mm-hmm. of each other mm-hmm. real bad. Now, um, you liked that date so much. I did. I liked it. It, it seemed... It seemed genuine. It didn't. Seem, it seemed like I liked the awkwardness in it, cause that felt like you know, first dates I've been on where it's like, do you? What do you say? How do you act? So and that's the that question. Kind of are you? Are you yourself on first dates? You think? Um, I'm probably too much of myself on a first date. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when is there a good time to be yourself? Well, that's a good question because. But let me tell you, and, and a guy told me this. Mm-hmm. I've always been myself on first date. Well, this guy it. said to me once, he said, the problem you have is that you are your own wingman and nobody dates the wingman. I remember you telling me that. And yeah. he said, you got this big personality, this confidence, you just talk about anything. And a guy thinks you're so cool to hang out with, but he's not looking at you as a vulnerable mm-hmm. woman that will find some attachment or need in mm-hmm. him. And you have that too, but you don't lead with it. And so he's the first person to ever make me kind of look at that being the wingman for myself. But mm-hmm. it's it's me. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's that first date. And you're like, hey, I'm I'm relaxed. I'm casual. We can talk about anything. I don't take myself too seriously. But that guy is wanting that <clears throat> woman who might be a little nervous. So how would you go about showing that vulnerability on that first date? Because, I, I mean, I wouldn't fake it. I couldn't fake it. But it's not me, you know, initially when I meet someone just to be super duper open well I don't think vulnerable necessarily means open so much on the first date because I think a lot of times women fall victim to giving too much information on the first date and then the guy can just check off the boxes Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. 30 days (laughs) I think that was on another podcast and then it's over Mm -hmm. right so I think I don't know. I don't know the the vulnerableness the is not not trying to be so cool. You know, I think sometimes we have a lot of guy friends and we have brothers. You're so I used to just just being, being cool, yourself. just being Always. around guys and it not being any pressure, or whatever. But I think when you do that in a potentially romantic setting, it does that. It takes that awkwardness away mm-hmm. because you're just so calm and cool. Versus <laughs> so maybe they you had need to be a little awkward. They had that immediate awkwardness because mm-hmm. it was like, wait, who are you? What is this? What is this energy mm-hmm. and chemistry? Well, when we come in talking about the game last night, 
<laughs> you know, he's like, man, he's they, so they're cool. shocked. She's like, what and they're, they're shocked and they're initially happy about it, but then it becomes this thing it where shifts. it's like, yeah. They don't see you as somebody You're that right. is really going to be trying to latch right. on to them for anything. <laughs> they're like, man, she at the game and I'm at the house. <laughs> and it's something about them mentally and mm-hmm. what they believe and, mm-hmm. and believe that means. And and so sometimes it's not about being fake or hiding parts of yourself, but like choose what you lead with, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. Um, you don't have to let them know y'all going to be fighting over the game. On the first day, let him find that out. After it's hard you for me not to deal. just don't bring up sports on you the day. Do not bring up sports. <laughs> but that's the thing. You think, oh, he's gonna love that I'm into sports, and it's not even about what he loves. It's about what I love. But he'll you know find I mean? this attractive because he yeah. loves sports. But men, I promise and you, and I've met men that don't like sports like I do, and it works right. out probably a little bit better. A man can say all he wants. Oh man, she's so cool. She loves sports. He is not mm-hmm. gravitating towards her as mm-hmm. somebody that's gonna latch on. Mm-hmm. And that's just I'm just speaking from. And experience. I understand. I don't understand why. But well, that's, that's not a whole other yeah. thing for us not to understand. But you know what? We'll get a guy on the show and we'll ask him about that. I've had um, a guy um, tell me that I must have a hard time dating because I'm funny. He says, "Well, yeah, guys don't really want to be with a woman that's funnier than them." And so that was something I had never heard of before, and it I've might be valid. Never. No, but I'm saying a guy told me that. I'm like, why would that even be a thought? Mm-hmm. Um, so we just need to get um, maybe a couple guys in here with us to mm-hmm. just say, you know, the things that we think make us great catches <laughs> might be what the very thing is, is ha- that has us a single apart. <laughs> Very much so. Anything else from the movie? Please go see the movie. Support it. We were just talking about what we saw was for me the overall themes were pride, yeah, ego, pride and lack of communication, one. causing a lot of people not to get together. In the end, this, the younger couple end up seeming like they were going to figure it out. Right. Hopefully, Somebody had hopefully. to suck it up mm-hmm. and make that move. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed like he hadn't reached out to her since he had been in London. Mm-hmm. So she but had she to was, make that move. And she made a bold happy move. When, when she sent the ticket, he was like, oh. Right. But that's a that was a bold move. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about women making bold moves? I'm for it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it because in that situation, he had already expressed his desire to be now, with yeah. her. Yeah. If, he, if he's showing you something different, then yeah. Sometimes women think about making bold moves to try to get his interest mm-hmm. or show him, oh, you should want to be with me. No, 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 no. They said that we're not going to do that. But he had already expressed the interest. She shut him down. So I felt like the ball was, was in her court was, to make that turn. big gesture. Right. And that was a big gesture. It was baller. It inspired me to want to be able you to. You going to fly to London? I need to fly somewhere find somebody. Is he at the Kendrick show? <laughs> Um, and I can totally see a sequel. One other thing, the friends who hooked up, the mm-hmm. intern and her girlfriend, she made the comment that she was so used to being bitter and unhappy that her happiness was making her uncomfortable. And because we did an episode about yeah. that, about mm-hmm. people who are afraid to be happy. Who's afraid of the big, bad happy. That was a very popular episode mm-hmm. um, of the podcast we've already done, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Happy? Because a lot of people are scared to be happy because then what if it doesn't work out? Then mm-hmm. I'm unhappy. Or um, I don't want other and people she to feel bad because I'm happy. I can't remember the line she used. You may have written it down. There's something about there's a comfort. She said, I'm choosing to be with him. No, it was, it was something about a comfort level in being alone or, or uh, being unhappy and, and jaded is comfortable. Yeah, being unhappy and jaded is comfortable. And, and it, it is for a lot is. of us. Mm-hmm. It is for a lot because of us. Because you can control. And, and it's <laughs> yes. a defense mechanism overall. It it's comfortable because it keeps you from being in that vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'd rather be jaded. And unhappy, then hopeful and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but we we've talked about that too, like mm-hmm. how it's how it's easy to sit at home and go home and fix your dinner and go home and go to bed or watch TV and not be worried about whether so and so is going to call you. And that's another episode we're going to talk about. That we're going to do another episode about. Do you need to apologize for wanting to be single? I mean, we mm-hmm. are created to have companionship and to want a mate, but. 
Uh, <laughs> it's so much better to not. That's another episode. That'll be the next episode. So anyway, thumbs up. We're giving uh, the photographic. Yeah. We want to thank Hot 1077 and Birmingham Premier Looks. Go support the film and uh, make sure you share, share this episode with folks who saw the movie because the movie has caused some conversation online. Soundtrack. If, if you don't haven't it's seen the movie, the just go download the soundtrack. It will make you feel like a grown-up sexy person mm-hmm. in your house by yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask me how I know. Um, but I'm glad they did. So I was going to say, mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. oh, no, they didn't, but we're pretty happy they did. 